0: Welcome once again to the LarryInFishers.com podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. I write the LarryInFishers.com news blog. And I am very honored to have the two, two of the new officers, two of the main officers, and uh, we'll talk about the others as well, for the Hamilton County Democratic Party. We have Dana Colbert. She's from Fishers, and she is now the county chairman, chairperson. I don't know how you want to describe that, but Dana, <laughs> welcome. Good to have you here.
1: Yes, thank you, Larry. I am excited to be here, and I am perfectly fine with just chair.
0: Chair chair, <laughs> chair works for me. Uh, Ronnie Sa- Saunders. Sonny Saunders is from Westfield. He's now the vice chair. Ronnie, uh, welcome. Good to have you here as well.
2: Thank you very much. It's good to be here, and Ronnie's good. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you and I had that discussion as we were talking beforehand, so we'll use first names here. Um, I just want to mention the other officers recently elected uh, for the Democratic Party in Hamilton County include Sarah Russell Goddard of Noblesville as the secretary and Al Moore of Carmel, the treasurer. You know, you have an interesting mix of officers. You have Dana, who's an African-American woman. You have Ronnie, uh, a black male. You have... Al Moore is a white male. Sarah Russell Goddard is a white female. And they're all from the four main cities in Hamilton County. I assume that was by design?
1: Yes, it was. Um, So I have been working as the Hamilton County Young Democrats president for a couple of years um, previous to this. And that was something that we heard a lot is that there was a lot of concentration in Carmel and Fisher's. But we do have Democrats further north in the county, so we wanted to make sure that we could represent uh, the location geographically diverse as well as having a more diverse makeup of our uh, central committee as well.
0: And, Ronnie, it's interesting. You you decided, uh, all four of you, to run as a team. How did you make that decision?
2: Well, we just had uh, conversations uh, with one another, and um, we've, we've known each other uh, uh Dana and I have known each other at least a couple of years now, and then, um, you know, I got to know Al during uh, my campaign and met Sarah also during the campaign last year, and um, we basically, you know, just through our conversations found that we had a lot of uh, aligning thoughts and visions for the uh, party as it moved forward, and so it just kind of uh, happened organically, honestly.
0: So, Dana, talk about uh, the campaign, because there was a competitive campaign. Uh, Kevin Patterson also ran as a candidate for county chair. Just talk about how you run a campaign for county chairman, much different than even a primary or general election campaign.
1: Yes. Uh, So the county chair and just the central committee elections, those are voted on by our precinct chairs and our vice chairs. So these are established uh, strong Democrats who are organized and they are volunteers for our party. So based on that, then we are able to have them vote and elect us. So what we did is um, both Kevin and I have worked in the community for the past couple of years. We both have made great strides in working and establishing different things. Um, so really just reaching out to our networks. And then for us in particular, outside of really creating this platform, these key pillars that we want to improve on, and how we want to work with the precinct chairs and other activists. And then we were reaching out to the precinct chairs and really listening to their concerns and what they want to see the um, county party be doing in the future. So really just having those one-on-one conversations. Um, You're correct. It's a very short time frame. It was about a month, and it is a very small group of people that you do have to connect with.
0: And the Kevin you mentioned is Kevin Patterson, who had had office uh, before, and he had organized a lot of the city Democratic uh, clubs throughout Hamilton County. Will you continue to, will he continue to be involved in the party?
1: Uh, We have talked about uh, working together, regardless of what the outcome was. We have reached out to him and we're just in conversation.
0: So Dana, staying with you for a moment, uh, as the new chair, what are your Priorities uh, and and just basically, what are you going to be working on first as the new chair?
1: Yes, the biggest thing, and this is the thing that we heard from the precinct chairs as well as things that we had observed, is letting people know that Democrats are here. Um, there is this old adage that you have adage that you have heard often that I thought I was the only Democrat in Hamilton County. Well. There are more of us. There are a lot of us. So in order to get that um, message out is really taking a look at our communications strategy, how we are communicating with Hamilton County residents so that they know that we're here and what we as Democrats specifically in Hamilton County stand for. Um, So really just locking in on that message.
0: So Ronnie, uh, talk about your duties as the vice chair and your first priorities uh, as a party official. Are you there
2: running there go. Three, three. yeah i'm here so uh for me uh specifically my immediate uh ideas and goals are to uh, one uh, work on the education uh piece just a, almost just a general civics education of what uh what the government is to do and what it is doing uh for the residents here in Hamilton county and then also um, uh, Helping people find out how they can be involved, what what uh, action items uh, the either the local clubs or the county uh, as a whole is looking to, you know, get people involved in. Uh, On top of that, I want to um, connect with all of our Democratic elected officials in Hamilton County, uh, from city council members to even the um, uh, representatives in our Senate and our House that uh, represent either portions or all of Hamilton County to find out what it is uh, that is coming across their plate and get that information disseminated down to the city clubs and um, find out ways that the public here at the local level can be involved and uh, what they should be uh, ready for or to do and how they can be engaged as well.
0: You know, Dana, when I first moved to Hamilton County in 1991, it was hard to find any Democrats here Uh, much less any in in government office. I believe there were none at that time. Now, recently, there have been some successes locally that would include one member of the Fall Creek Township Board, would also include two Fisher City Council seats, and one Carmel City Council member. So there is evidence of change. But Dana, how do you plan to build on those successes?
1: Well, we want to, once again, just letting the voters know what we as Democrats stand for and really talking to them and hearing their concerns as well. Um, Locally, we have a lot of similar things that we care about. Um, And we can really just, if we can get to that level of conversation on here in Hamilton County, this is what you care about this is what you are having these conversations with your family about we care about that too here's how we're going to be able to fight for that here are the candidates that we have our quality candidates who are going to be focused on that at whichever level of government that makes sense for
0: Yeah we'll talk about that a little more in a moment but Ronnie there's another side to this because even though there have been gains by by Democrats in recent years Republicans locally are still in firm control of all the government entities in Hamilton County. So, so Ronnie, tell me how you as Democrats plan to deal with that reality.
2: Um, the, that, is, that is a fact of reality for us right now. And uh, the key really is uh, internally, we want to make sure that we build the infrastructure that makes uh, the candidates that do decide to step up. And run uh, feel like they are supported. And feel like they have uh, the backing of a strong uh, county party that will be able to assist them however uh, they see fit. Whether it is through uh, you know getting information or volunteers uh, online for them, whether it is um, you know helping out uh, financially, uh, we want to make sure that we have a structure structure within the party that helps out, uh, the candidates that do step up to run. We also want to, uh, reach out to those and recruit, uh, leaders that we know that are here in, uh, each of our districts, uh, that are, you know, like Dana said, uh, quality and capable and ready, uh, to get out there. Um, you know, those just kind of go in concert there. It's like the, the good candidate is wanting to make sure that there's a good structure involved, that they're running. Uh, With so we can you know get that information out marry the two uh, we think that that'll really give us uh, the opportunity to make some more ground.
0: Well, Dana, let me let me dig into something you've already alluded to, and so is Ronnie. This is your chance. I think most people know where Democrats stand nationally. We have there's a Democratic president now. The Democrats have a slim hold on each house of the United States Congress. In Indiana, it's different. Republicans have supermajorities, and as we mentioned earlier, in Hamilton County, there are Democrats that have been elected, but the Republicans are in in firm control. So Dana, my question to you is for people living in Hamilton County, what are the issues that Democrats are focusing on that of local nature?
1: Yes, uh, I think that one thing that we have seen often, especially here on a local level, is really this kind of conversation around making sure that the public is aware of what's going on, what's going on in the government, how decisions are made, things like that, just making sure that we understand what's going on. And if something is going on, that it's being, it's taking place in the uh, correct way. Um, Another thing that we've seen, especially in Fishers and Carmel is there have been, um, there's been a lot of discussion on, race in the schools. Um, In the beginning of, actually, I believe it was second half of 2020, there was an issue in Carmel about Carmel High School students um, being bullied and targets of racial comments, racially targeted comments. Um, In the HSC schools, we had the superintendent instruct the teachers on teaching Black Lives Matter as a political um, movement. So, Those types of things are things that we're seeing popping up. Um, I know in Carmel and in Fishers in particular, we have been seeing a lot more about kind of more, for lack of a better term, affordable housing. Um, People are becoming empty nesters. There are young professionals who want to move in to the county, but it is hard to be able to afford um, certain living conditions based on just the way that everything is structured. So those types of things are things that we have heard, um, but we do also want to collect more input from the precinct chairs, from the activists, from the Democrats here in the county to make sure that we are talking about the issues that they care about as well.
0: Well, Ronnie, I'll give you the same chance. Any issues that you would like to highlight that Hamilton County residents should be aware as far as what Democrats are standing for right now?
2: I mean, honestly, those are a lot of the same issues that I was hearing on the campaign trail last year. Um, uh, the certainly in 2020, there was a lot of uh, talk around uh, uh, racial uh, justice, and uh, we had, you know, a lot of the same issues uh, that Dana pointed out and uh, Carmel and Fishers we had here in Westfield and uh, in, in the Westfield schools, and uh, the students here uh, were the ones that were pushing back against uh you know uh you know the negative talk and the injustices that were ha- that that had happened in the schools and we want to you know continue to engage uh, the young people they seem to be leading the way when it comes to issues like that but those those are things that you know um people that are moving into hamilton county are pointing out you know they're there's there is some type of hesitancy, not only just because of how things are structured when it comes to uh, affordable housing, but also um, you know people still have uh, a mentality or an idea of what they think is up here, uh, and the pushback that um, minorities may feel coming up here, um, and we want to try to uh, one let those let let those uh, communities know that. You know, the Democrat Party is here is here. We have your back and we are going to speak, speak to those issues, but also let the general public overall know that, you know, this is what truly is the makeup of this community. This is this is the people that are up here. This is the heart that's up here. And we really are uh, an, an arms open, big tent, uh, really inclusive, uh, just group of uh, a community. And we wanted to feel that way.
0: And just so you know, both Ronnie and Dana are dog lovers. You may hear a dog in the background. That's okay. They're yes. in their homes, and that's the way we do podcasts these days. Um, let me go back to Dana. Dana, Democrats, just looking at the data, just the, the numbers, the sheer numbers, and I try to track those in each election, Democrats, frankly, have severely lagged Republicans in, in their fundraising efforts, Um I guess the question is, how important is fundraising? Uh, How much do you need to uh, fundraise compared to the Republican fundraising in order to be politically competitive in Hamilton County?
1: Fundraising is very important. Um, Would I say that it is the number one? It's, It's up there. But we know that we can do a lot. With not as much money as the Republicans, um, because we are able to go and have those conversations. Um, That's how Ronnie and I got elected—is just having those conversations and really listening to the voters. And we can expand that when we are able to go and meet face to face again. Uh, But also if we're reaching out and calling on the phone, just really hearing and listening to what their concerns are. And that's something that we can do as the party—is focus on things that kind of broadly cross Hamilton County and let the candidates speak to things that specifically target their cities. Um, So really just talking to the voters and hearing what their concerns are and how we can address those concerns.
0: You know, that's, uh, that leads me to my next question. I'll ask Ronnie to take this one at the local level. What I have found in Hamilton County, particularly when you get to city elections, but it can, to some extent, all of them, uh retail politics is is just so important one i mean all all the Democrats that have won, certainly uh even some who didn't have have been out there talking to voters. I think a good example is Samantha Delong, city council member on the Fishers City Council. She told me that between herself and her campaign manager in their district, they knocked on over one thousand doors during their campaign. Now, I guess, Ronnie, the question I have for you was, can you find candidates who are going to be willing to put in that kind of effort?
2: I I think that it's, I, I actually think it's more than possible. I think that it's, I think it's there. We just, uh, we just need to uh, let them know that we have the infrastructure in the back and the, we will be developing the infrastructure in the backbone uh, to help support them. Uh, we We did it uh, in our, in our campaign, Um, you know, I had a core team of, of five uh, including myself uh, where we, we touched every corner of district 20. And um, you know, when we, every time that we were out uh, it was, we kept getting, you know, we were texting each other and we were getting, you know, comments from people um, and this is during the pandemic where we were trying to be real cognizant of, you know, the reality, but people were like, it's refreshing to not only see a human being, but also to like talk to, uh, a candidate or a representative, a surrogate of the, of the, uh, campaign and actually hear them speak directly to issues, uh, that were important to them, uh, or to their, uh, community or to their neighborhood, um. I I believe that there are, there are, like I said, more leaders that are willing to step up to run uh, for office and they know what it entails. Um, You know, they know that if we just get out there and tell the truth about uh, what is happening in our government, what is happening uh, with uh, the what has happened in uh, our our local uh, elections. You know the people will be receptive to that i mean the truth is what it is uh and you know, we can't we're not going to make anything up we're just going to tell what it has been um and you know people will people will resonate with that i mean it's, it's just it, we saw it happen um it didn't obviously pan out like how we wanted it to for our particular race uh but we also saw that those numbers compared to uh, you know previous Campaigns uh, in this particular district in this race. I mean, there were gains, and then and I, and my friend Miles did the same thing down in Carmel, and it paid off for him. Sam did an excellent job in her race, and it worked out for her. And the same thing happened for Jocelyn Bear. And so, you know, seeing seeing that there are positive results that can happen on the back end for Democrats here in Hamilton County will encourage uh, more to step up, I believe, because it did for me. Uh, they ran, those three ran before I did. They were the trailblazers for me. And so again, even though it didn't work out for me, um, there's people that have been talking to me already and I, and I know that it's just going to keep happening. This is just going to keep going.
0: You know, let me stay with you for a moment, Ronnie, because I'm going to get staying about this too. How did coronavirus make this last campaign for for you, and just repeat again, just for people who don't know what you ran, what uh, what uh, office you're running for. And then explain how that whole campaign was complicated by coronavirus.
2: So um, the day after my oldest daughter's birthday last year uh, was February 3rd. That was the day that i went downtown and officially the downtown indianapolis and officially declared that i was running for uh the indiana state senate seat district 20. and so that's what i ran for and literally a month later um the pandemic hit it was official uh on saint patrick's day two days before my youngest birthday and so it was like all right campaigning just looked differently immediately like almost overnight and so, um, we just had to be real imaginative about how we were going to get our message out to people. And so instead of, you know, running out there and actually getting to the doors and, um, you know, meeting with folks face to face, we went totally digital and, um, you know, we just, we really just tried to be, uh, super engaging with all of our online presence and, um, and it was through, you know, giving people information about uh, the seat itself, about uh, the government structure, about what has happened in the past about uh, within this this district, um, and really just, really just try to be engaging that way. Um, and we just, we saw that was the route that a lot of people were taking. And it ended up being um, a lot of dialogue between a lot of folks uh, and the, in our, in our campaign team. And so, uh, I think that they're, you know, the, it made things very, uh, uh, challenging in one sense, because we didn't have that one-on-one interaction that I think both the candidates and the public was, uh, really wanting, but at the same time, um, you know, a lot of times folks felt like they were still getting, uh, they were able to get more, thoughtful answers from us because we were able to kind of take the time and really, uh, you know, dissect what they were asking and really give them, you know, concrete uh, answers that they could absolutely fact check us on and, you know, call us out or, you know, either, you know, say, hey, I saw something here. with You know, what do you think about this opposing view or this, that? And, um, you know, it was tough, but, you know, I think it, it was something that really, caused us to really engage with folks.
0: Yeah, let me go to Dana on this because I I do think that um, what Ronnie said about how he had to campaign as a result of of coronavirus changed the way he looked at, uh, at campaigning. And I noticed that a lot of candidates, and I'm sure a lot of Democrats and, and the other party as well, started using more videos that they placed on a social media platform so producing a really nice video all of a sudden became an important part of a campaign talk about that uh, last campaign and and the, the the obstacles you faced in in campaigning during covid
1: well i i love going door, door, door to door that is how i got Uh, really, really got involved is going door to door and talking to voters. Uh, So when the pandemic hit, I was really disappointed that I wasn't able to have those conversations. Uh, But we were able to pivot. Um, I helped out almost all of our candidates, I believe, in 2020 in some way, um, volunteering with them. I did a lot of text banking. So that's really a good way to reach kind of the younger generations and have those conversations and still be able to have those touch bases throughout the day. If they're not able to talk when you call, then they can follow up and then you can still get them information that way. Um, And then a lot of the other ways were phone banking. Um, So really kind of just going back to kind of old school ways of reaching out to voters. Uh, But that was also an opportunity in that I probably would not have reached out to some of the people in the greater fifth district um, as I was helping out with Christina Hale and doing some calling for her. And I had a really great conversation with a voter who hadn't voted in a couple of years, uh, but he was really interested in what was going on, um, who everyone was going to be running, what they were bringing to the table. And just really, once again, having that conversation. uh, He was a truck driver, and he was concerned about some of the laws that were being passed, and how that would impact him and how the candidates would be addressing that. So I was still able to have those Um, connections in that way. But to your point on producing videos and other digital engagement, that was another way. And I think that was a great opportunity to be able to try a lot of different things. Um, We saw a lot of candidates really trying, like you said, with the video, trying different ways to connect to voters, different platforms. I know that there were, I don't think necessarily here in our Hamilton County area, but Broadly, there were even candidates on TikTok. Um, So really being able to embrace these new technologies and try new things, I think, was um, a way for us to see that we can pair new uh, strategies with kind of our old boots on the ground going and talking to voters one-on-one and really being able able to connect with voters where they are, whether it's at their homes or digitally.
0: Let me go back to Ronnie, and I want Dana to comment on this too. I found a very interesting statistic that in the cities of Carmel and Fishers, each of them, Joe Biden received more votes than the incumbent president. And uh, that is not something I think I have, have ever seen. So, Ronnie, uh, how do you build on something like that?
2: I I think it just kind of goes back to, uh, you know, just highlighting uh the democratic message and the values and um you know just letting people know that what what people are i think are starting to see is that the the policies that we back the the issues that we uh champion are all people focused and um you know i, I think that if we just keep keep pushing uh those ideals when we're whenever we're talking about uh any particular issue we 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 you know pointing back to hoosiers and how this is going to affect uh hoosier families hoosier students hoosier workers um those are that's our focus we're we're we are uh, people focused uh people centered because we're people driven this is this this the the party itself is driven by so many different people from different backgrounds and ideals. And so we all try to work together in concert. Nobody has a monopoly on good ideas. And so we try to work together to uh, really just build a better community for us all.
0: So, Dana, what uh, does does those numbers tell you with Joe Biden carrying uh, the cities of Carmel and Fishers in, in what is considered to be a fairly red area?
1: I think it shows that voters are receptive to good ideas um, or receptive to having options. They want options, right? Um, Seeing that split, especially there at the presidential level, you can see voters want options. They want to hear a different message, have an opportunity to really consider different ways of doing things, um, and they are willing to listen and willing to potentially go out of their political party if they hear a good idea.
0: Staying with you, Dana, for a moment. In 2022, Victoria Sparks, the incumbent uh, 5th District uh, congressional uh, uh, representative, will be uh, facing her first re-election campaign. Uh, there'll be a U.S. senator who will be uh, running for re-election. Both are Republicans. They'll be up for grabs in the state of Indiana. So how does your county organization plan to be involved in those two very important races?
1: Well, I know that the state party is going to be having discussions with people who are interested in running for both of those Positions. So once we are able to kind of see who is running, then we want to be able to have those conversations again. um, Anyone who's interested in running, just really talking to them and then giving that kind of what Ronnie was saying, we'll have that infrastructure in place and just being able to have those resources to, if there is a volunteer that specifically wants to volunteer for the Senate campaign, for example, or for whoever is going to run against Victoria Sparks, then we can say, these are, this is what's going on. We can give you that information and let's connect you with them.
0: Yes. And uh, Ronnie, I see that there's a new state Democratic chairman. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. Is it Mike Schmuel? Did I get that right? Hopefully. Uh, he was uh, involved with uh, Pete Buttigieg's campaign. He's now the state Democratic uh, chairperson, uh, your reaction to that?
2: Uh, I I have uh, nothing but uh, positive uh, and um, just excited optimism. I think it. I think it's you know kind of a reflection of um, you know just the uh, you know energy that uh, seems to be increasingly uh, younger and uh, you know just more connected and in tune with, um, you know, what is, you know, what is what people are gravitating towards uh, the ideas that people are gravitating towards. And so uh, I'm, I'm excited and I'm looking forward to uh, to working with, with uh, Mike and the rest of the the rest of the leadership team.
0: And uh, Dana, your reaction to, to Mike Schmull uh, taking over the state party.
1: Uh, yep. Yeah. So when he was running and he released uh, the, Kind of the key focuses that he had, it was pretty in line with the things that Ronnie and I were focused on here in Hamilton County and the things that we have, really the trends that we've seen. So I was very excited to see that up and down the kind of party chain, including our district chair, our fifth district chair, we all have the same ideas. So we can work together towards that same common goal and really be able to make some some good progress and offer some options to the voters and the residents in Hamilton County.
0: Now, Dana, staying with you for a moment, there will be seats uh, in the general assembly and some County offices on the ballot in 2022. That's one thing about Indiana. Once we have a presidential election, we have a whole year to kind of take it easy and get ready for the next election cycle. So the next one isn't until 2022 in Indiana. Uh, So I guess the question is what the general assembly races with the, the count, some county offices being up for grabs. Uh, how do you and, and, and your party plan to begin recruiting candidates uh, for these offices?
1: It's going to be twofold. Um, we want to hear from the precinct chairs, anyone else who has people in mind, because they know people that I don't. Um, they know people who would be good for running for these positions. And maybe they just need to have a conversation of what that looks like and how you would accomplish that. So really just talking to the precinct chairs, other activists, do you know someone who would be a good fit for one of these roles? And then just having those conversations with them on and realistic conversations of, this is what you can likely expect. And here's how. here are the resources that we can give to you.
0: So Ronnie, uh, your view on trying to recruit candidates for local offices.
2: I mean, honestly, there are in line with really what Dana just mentioned is, you know, getting out there and speaking with uh, the local uh, precinct chairs and the local leaders, because uh, again, they're the ones that are really connected within the community, knowing who is out there, uh, really championing the causes that uh, people are uh, really concerned about or really thinking about in their local areas and, you know, just get uh, whether it's most likely Dana and I just getting there and having a conversation with them and uh, again just saying where they're at and what it is that they're uh, thinking about and um, you know how we can best support them and um, encourage them and and, you know I think everybody sees that you know there are there are waves that are happening they might they might have started off as like small little uh, bumps in the water but we're we are pretty confident and and we are we, we know that we're heading in the right direction. We've got leaders out there. Uh, it's just, I think, just really just having those conversations with folks.
0: Yeah, staying with you for a moment, Ronnie, uh, really, if you take a look at the numbers, the, the voter turnout in Hamilton County, particularly in primary elections, but even general elections, not very good. I understand Democrats don't have a lot to say. You only have one of three seats on the county election board. But... If you had a say in this, and I'll ask Dana the same question, how would you go about increasing voter turnout in Hamilton County?
2: We need to make it as easy as possible. Honestly, um, I mean, it's, there shouldn't there shouldn't be any anything that prohibits a registered voter to to get their vote counted. Um, if we, uh, I would like to see uh, early voting extended. I'd like to see uh, the, not just the, the the windows, but also the time of days. I would love to see that extended. Um, I would love to see more uh, weekend opportunities. If we can't, if we can't get uh, a national holiday of it, you know, any, I think that we should make it as easy as possible. I mean, it's, it is difficult enough as it is to, you know. Find uh, uh, you know find a sitter you know for one child if you're if you've got another child sick on a Tuesday and take off work, um, but to do that and you know not be penalized by your job just to vote, um, which everybody uh, says is your civic duty to do, uh, but you got to almost some folks have to you know bend over backwards to make it happen, and stand in long lines to do it. I think that's that's unnecessary. We got to make it as easy as possible for people.
0: So Dana, any thoughts on voter turnout locally?
1: Uh, Yes. I know in this past election, we actually had 75% of registered voters who turned out, which is great. Uh, I think it was, there were a couple of things at play there, but I think moving forward, just making sure that voters have options because there is that kind of prevalent thought that The primary might be where a lot of options or a lot of decisions are made, but giving them quality options and candidates who are going to fight for them, I think will help turn out voters, but then also being able to connect how their vote matters at the local level, because oftentimes, and this is even an entirely different subject, but oftentimes the things that you hear about are national because we don't have really a structure on getting local news out. Um, so connecting it to locally, you're voting for your city council members. This is what they can do. And this is how things will change. This is why your vote matters. Just really going back to that education piece and connecting that at the local level. That's where your voice is really, really amplified.
0: Yeah. And I do the best I can to try to, you know, to, do, to, to, to uh, highlight You know, political issues locally, but it's hard for one person to do that. Uh, But I have other people who work with me. Dana, with you for a moment, I'm going to ask Ronnie about this too. What people may be surprised to hear this, but serving as an officer for a county party is an unpaid position. And I know how much work goes into it. Uh, So talk about, you know, why you wanted this job, even though there's no paid uh, angle to it. And, In addition to that, just talk about how you do make a living and anything personal you might want to pass along.
1: Sure. Um, I, I wanted this position. It's the same reason why I got into politics is because I want to better people's lives. I want to help people. And for me, I know that I'm a little bit better at managing people on the back end, um, so that is really why I wanted to run for this position: is being able to manage our precinct chairs, any of our poll workers, um, being able to go out and have those discussions with the elections board, um, any other things like that. That's really kind of where my personality really fits. Um, To your point, I am a project manager. Um, I've been a project manager for about eight years now. Um, Currently I'm working in market research. So that is really just doing a lot of surveys, focus groups, talking to associations and uh, business to business clients and really understanding their client relationships or their member relationships and seeing taking things on what they see and how that can move the needle and create stronger, weaker relationships. So I do research and I do project management and that's really why I think this is a great role for me. Um, and I do want to give back to the community. So that's why I'm doing this on a volunteer basis.
0: Well, I can see how that work could definitely dovetail into, into politics. There's a lot of symmetry there. So Ronnie, tell me, uh, about yourself and, uh, why you took the unpaid position and what you do for a living.
2: Well, um, it all kind of, they all kind of really have the same backstory. I, I like to, I like to just take care of the public. I, I I work for the people. Um, I have uh, a background in political science. I've always been kind of interested in policy and policy development and um, really, how that takes care of how the how do policies take care of the least of us um and uh, so that was my the fire that kind of sparked everything but I professionally am a firefighter um and so that's you know usually on people's worst day is when i get to see them and my job is to try to mitigate things and make things uh as stable or at least or you know try to turn it around to a better situation uh as efficiently as possible. Um, and so this kind of is, um, you know, kind of a, a continuation of that. You know, I want to uh, better the lives of uh, the people within my community um, uh, because I know ultimately this community and uh, this this world is going to be inherited by my children. And so uh, I want it to be a better place for them uh, to inherit
0: Okay, Yeah, uh, we'll wrap. The last question I have for each of you is just this. I tried to ask a number of questions here, but I would like to ask you if there's anything you would like to add before we wrap this up, and I'll ask Dana to start.
1: Uh, the only thing that I would like to add is just if you think that you are the only Democrat in Hamilton County, you're not. We are here um, as has been evidenced by this conversation. If you are interested, uh, we please reach out to us via email at hcdpindiana at gmail.com um, or just kind of try and find us online. We do have a digital presence, but there are Democrats here in Hamilton County and we are excited to talk to you.
0: And Ronnie, your chance. Anything you'd like to add before we go?
2: I would just like to second that, and I think that um, I think that it's known that uh, Democrats are here, and I think that uh, it's evident because uh, the Republicans have paid attention to us. And so um, I think that if you are if you are a Democrat and you're wanting to uh, step up and uh, you know uh, be involved in things, um, by all means, like Dana said, reach out to us. Uh, there is definitely a space for you, and so. Um, We look forward to having you and we look forward to working uh, with everybody uh, in the next over the next four years.
0: You just heard Ronnie Saunders, the Westfield resident who is now serving as the vice chairperson for the Hamilton County Democratic Party. And uh, Dana Colbert was with us also. She's now the chair of the Hamilton County Democrats. I want to thank both of you for joining me. Thank you for watching and listening. And I would ask you to please be safe and be kind.